Hi everyone, happy new year and welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Personal Trainer. I had a week break last week from uh, releasing an episode. I did intend to film one, record one over Christmas and it's just a busy week so I just said to myself we'll start fresh from 2022. So here we are in 2022, which is really hard to say actually. But I I do love the motivation that a new year brings and everybody tends to be more motivated, more inspired and ready to achieve goals. So today's episode is going to be around goal setting, how to set goals and my goal setting tips. Okay, so like I said, Everybody tends to be more motivated and ready to achieve goals, ready to set goals, ready to achieve the goals. Everyone's inspired. Everyone has this, or not everybody, but a lot of people have this, yeah, let's go and do it attitude. Um, But then on the other hand, it is common to feel a bit of a struggle to build up the energy or the enthusiasm to make a change, or maybe you're not sure what to do or how to do it. And sometimes you're just not ready to commit to anything. But either way, whichever category you fall into, you may find that you tend to burn out quickly if you put too much pressure on yourself, which is common. It's very normal. We tend to go all in at 100%. I'm going to get this golden as soon as possible. And we have too much pressure put on ourselves. So this year, I encourage you to take the pressure off yourself, take it away from you, and then just take each day as it comes. So around this time of year is when people set new year's resolutions to work towards for the following year and most common new year's resolutions are to lose weight get fit drink less alcohol stop smoking things like that and we'll often say to ourselves i will stop giving up this year so i won't give up i'm going to keep going because if that's the biggest problem i always give up this year i will stop giving in so easily or i'm going to cut alcohol out in january and resolutions don't tend to last very long and in fact research shows that Only 8% of people who have made a New Year's resolution will actually go on to achieve their goal. So we can assume that most people would fail their New Year's resolutions. So if you look at why this would be, now the first two or three weeks in January, we tend to still have that motivation there. You're pretty focused, you're determined. If you failed last year, you kind of think, well, I've got to stick to it this year. And then towards the end of the month, the focus and the determination tends to wear off and maybe we get a little bit bored, we're kind of thinking, right, I'm really hungry, I can't eat this little anymore, Uh, or it's a weekend, and then you think, yeah, do you know what, I don't want to do this diet anyway, and another reason, actually, the most common reason for people failing a New Year's resolution is that they don't see results straight away, so if they haven't achieved what they thought they were going to achieve that month, you might then assume, okay, actually, this is going to take too long, what's the point, And, and then you're going to give up, so that is when consistency comes in and I know it's boring consistency is key but it actually is consistency is key to achieving a goal so you've got to keep going even if you think this is going to take longer than I thought because it probably will and actually although you might not want to hear that whatever your goal is if you've got a time frame on it it's probably going to take a lot longer and although that's probably not what you want to hear the good news is is that the goal is probably going to be worth it when you do reach it. So although it's going to take a long time, it will be worth it. And I think something to remember is 
we don't want it to be a short-term thing because I've said it on other podcast episodes before, it is about the journey. So yeah, you might have a goal that is going to make you feel good, but nothing is going to be the feeling of the journey rather than the actual goal. Once it's, once it's done, you'll remember the journey rather than reaching the goal itself. So it is worth it. It just takes a little bit of patience and a little bit of consistency. I also think the language that we use around goals might be a bit off-putting. So have you ever noticed that we spend a lot of time thinking about the things that we need to stop doing? So I need to cut out alcohol or I need to stop having so many takeaways. I need to stop going to McDonald's or I need to stop emotional eating. It's all the things we, we say we need to stop doing. But what about if you think about the things that you need to start doing? So rather than labelling it as I need to stop this, stop that, stop this, it could be... I need to start making better choices with food or I need to start cooking more fresh meals. I need to start being more active. I need to start going to bed earlier. If you put things in place that you want to start doing, you're probably more likely to see better results. So goal setting. I do think goals are a really good way of staying on track and they are good at helping you to get to where you want to be because it gives you a bit of direction a bit of structure which is helpful for our mindsets and I do remember that when um, we went into the first lockdown um, so lockdown 2020 in March was it yeah 2020 all the all the years have blurred into into one um, when I lost the structure of my normal day that was when I suddenly didn't want to have, I didn't want to work towards any goal because it was, well, what's the point? And it was because I'd lost my structure, I'd lost my direction. And then when I said, well, actually, I just need to create a new structure, a new direction, a new goal. That was when I was like, yeah, actually I can do it. So it is important. And although if you haven't got a goal set, that's fine. You don't actually need one. I just think it can be helpful to give you a bit of purpose, structure, direction, routine, I do think it's helpful. I've set goals since the beginning of my weight loss journey. So back in 2016, when I first said, right, you know what? I'm going to make a change. I set goals straight away. And it is helpful because you've got something to work towards. And looking back now, I don't agree with all of my goals that I did, but they helped me at the time. So that was what was the the main thing. So one of my goals, which I wouldn't do now for myself, was once I'd lost I think it's 50 pounds. Once I'd lost 50 pounds, I was going to go to TGI Fridays and have a meal out. So I was rewarding myself with food, which at the time it didn't it didn't bother me. I wouldn't do it now because my relationship with food has changed since then. So if I was to say to myself now, well you're not allowed anything nice until you've lost 50 pounds, I it's a form of restriction. I would probably be more likely to go the other way and think well I won't lose any weight then I'll just have what I want to eat now but five years ago six years ago yeah five years ago it it was fine it was a, a good motivator for me so how you plan your goal isn't going to be the same as how somebody else plans it and something that is an incentive to you might not be an incentive to somebody else but whatever works for you if it's motivating you, if it's incentive and incentive, I think it's incentive. If it motivates you and it works for you, then it's okay. And as long as it's nothing dangerous or you're putting yourself at risk in any way, 
if if you've got a motivator that works for you then why not so another thing about goals is that often they're too vague so people will say let's say you've got a fitness goal or a health goal so if it's i want to lose weight and that's the goal that's that's very vague so you need to be more specific and for that i recommend using the smart objectives to set your goals so so that is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic or relevant and time. So if we were to break those down, so if we were to look at specific, that would be what do I want to accomplish and why do I want to accomplish this? And if we applied that to weight loss, let's say specific. So the goal is rather than the goal losing weight, the goal is I want to lose 10 pound so that I feel better about myself. And then if we look at measurable, So that would be, how will I measure my progress? How will I know when the goal is accomplished? So I'll weigh myself at the start and then at, after each fortnight or after once a month maybe. And then if we looked at achievable, how can the goal be accomplished? So what are the steps that I should take here? And that would be, I will track my calories and I will go to the the gym three times a week. So that's like your, your how, how are you gonna do that? The relevant or realistic would be, is this a worthwhile goal? Is it the right time? Is this goal in line with my long-term objectives? So maybe you could say, I am willing to work towards this goal. And then for time, this would be, how long is it going to take to accomplish this goal? So you could set an objective to say, I want to have this goal achieved after two months. So that's more specific. So rather than saying, I want to lose weight, you've gone from saying, I want to lose weight to say, I want to lose 10 pounds because it's going to make me feel better and I weigh myself at the start and then I weigh myself after two weeks and then maybe after a month and I'm going to track my calories so I know exactly what I'm eating, I know what I'm consuming, I'm I'm accountable to that, I'm aware of what I'm eating, I'll go to the gym three times a week so that I'm getting my, my fitness in, I'm getting my strength goals in and I'm willing to work towards this goal because I want to achieve it and I'm going to have achieved it after two months. So that's a big difference from saying I'm going to lose weight to suddenly being more clear on how you're going to do it, why you want to do it, what are the steps you're going to take and when is it going to be achieved by. Another tip for being specific is to try and visualise it as well. So this is something I will do a lot with my um, goal setting or my when I'm creating an action plan and I get distracted really easily so I could say to myself so today for example I woke up this morning and I was like I'm gonna read 40 pages today I'm now recording this it's half past nine p.m and um I haven't picked my book up yet because I just I go to I sit down with my book and then I'll be like oh what about this what about that I'll look through my phone or someone will message me and I'll reply or the cat does something and I get distracted and I'm easily distracted. So being specific is really helpful for me. So this activity that I try and do each day, if if I've got something that needs to be done and I need to be specific about it and need to get it done, then I will be, be specific and clear on what I want to do. So for example, this technique um which hasn't helped me today but it might help you today um let's say instead of saying i'll read today you could change it to after i've had dinner i will sit down with a cup of tea and i'll read 15 pages of my book so you've put a plan in place that is clear and specific so let's say rather than 
I'm going to go to the gym today. You could change that to, after I finish work today, I'm going to get changed, I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to drive to the gym while I'm listening to my favourite song. So you've got a plan, you're specific and then those steps can also form a bit more of a habit as well. So you can create a habit of association. So there might come a time when when you finish work and get changed, you automatically associate that with the gym. Or when you've eaten a meal and you're making a cup of tea, you associate that with sitting down with your book. So it's simple, but it's effective. Obviously not that effective for me because I haven't done it, but I will. I'm going to, after I've finished recording this episode, I'm going to get in bed and I'm going to read 15 pages. Not 40 pages because I probably will fall asleep. But if I can commit to 15, then I've achieved part of the goal today. So let's talk about some goal setting tips. So I probably mentioned some of these anyway, but these are um, kind of my biggest tips. So five tips, um, and technically six actually. The last one's just like a little bonus one, but let's say five, five tips that will hopefully help you when you are thinking about your goals this month. So something that I do encourage is to write down your goals and although it can be a little bit, you know, you think, oh, I haven't got time to sit down and write write this down. I just know what it is in my head. But if you see your goals written down, your own handwriting can dramatically increase the likelihood of achieving your goals. So something else I do to get things done would be to leave notes around the house. So if I need, because again, I always tell myself I remember things and I don't, I've got a bad memory. So I need to be reminded. So writing things down is helpful for me because I'll see it and then I'm more likely to do it. And that can be applied to goals. If I've got a goal, I'll have it written down. So each week I set little mini goals for the week where I want to get certain things done each week. And then the following week I will come back to it and I can tick it off if I've done it. And that is just helpful for me. I'm more likely to get things done. And then for bigger goals throughout the year, so let's say fitness goals, I have a yearly planner that I've made a bit of a a reflection of the previous year and then intentions for the next year and that's where I write down the main goals and then my smaller goals that are happening throughout the year are working towards the bigger goal so for me that's helpful and then I also set small smaller goals as well so that's my my second tip which I've kind of just gone into there so my my small weekly goals help me for the month which will then help me for the year so let's say if one of my main goals for this year is to do 150 kilo deadlift which is unlikely to happen straight away because at the moment so my one rep max is 125 kilos if I'm to go into the gym this week and say right I'll do 150 I'm probably going to injure myself so the overall goal might be there for the year but my smaller goals are going to help to keep me on track while I meet that overall goal so let's say my smaller goals throughout each training week could be to add 2.5 kilos on top of my one rep max let's say if I did that once every month if I tested my one rep every every month and I added 2.5 over the year I'm likely to see an increase in my deadlift I'm putting that out there actually I'm manifesting that now let's see what can happen by the end of this year if I set my small goals I might be able to do it so no in fact let's change that and again language thing we're getting rid of might. I am going to be able to do that. So tip three, be accountable 
find a friend or a gym partner or somebody to be accountable to. Tell them the things that you want to do and once they know it, they can say, oh, hey, how are you getting on with such and such? And if you haven't done it, you have to explain to them why you haven't done it. Sometimes it's just easier to get it done and then celebrate it. So I've mentioned this in another episode and I've got my accountability buddy Louise and we still do it every week. In fact, we speak every day. And sometimes at the start of the day, if there's something that is like maybe a big task or something that I know is going to be time consuming or... I'll lose my distraction. I'll tell Louise and I'll say, right, I need to do this by the end of the day. Throughout the day, she'll message me, hey, how are you getting on with this? How's this going? Have you done it yet? And I'll tell you what, in the last three months of doing that, I have done more things, more of the things I said I was going to do than I've done in probably a whole year. So it is very useful. And then the fourth tip would be remind yourself of your progress. So working towards a big goal might mean that it could be a while before you start to see results. So think about that deadlift example I've just used. If I want to achieve a certain number, or even if you apply it to weight loss, if if I've got 50 pounds to lose, I'm not going to see 50 pounds shredding away straight away. It, It doesn't work like that. So if you've got a long way to go, it might be a while before you see the results, but that's okay. And you have to keep reminding yourself that you're doing well, you're on track, you just need to keep going and you're not always going to have the motivation there. So this is why the journey becomes important. The processes become important and progress isn't always visible. So remind yourself of everything that's happening in the background, whether it's things like your mindset changes or your sleep's improving, skin might be better. You might be glowing. People might be saying, wow, what have you been doing? You're glowing. Um, There's loads of different things. Progress can be in so many different ways and it's not just about reaching that end goal there'll be so much else happening on the way to that end goal so it's important to recognize other areas of progress that's happening around the main goal and then I would always think about your why so thinking about when it when it comes to sticking to the goal think about why it is that you want to achieve it so that's going to help you stay focused and yeah things might get hard we might have to make a few sacrifices but if you've got a reason why it can be really useful to refer back to that reason why so like i said for that previous point you might not see your progress straight away but that's okay if you're enjoying the journey if you're reminding yourself of your reasons why it's going to make it a lot easier to stick to something long term and commit to it to see the results and then lastly this is the bonus tip have fun because the purpose of life I guess is to have fun enjoy it and there's no point if you'll be if you're miserable there's no point sticking this goal out anyway you've got to be doing something that you are going to have fun with and it's going to be something that is going to bring you happiness and you're going to enjoy doing it that's all part of it so I hope that has helped with some goal setting. Um, if it's helpful, if you're going to set some goals when you've listened to this, make sure you tag me in anything that you have, anything you want to share. Of course, we don't have to share the goals, but if you find it helpful and you want to share your goals, please tag me. Let me know that you found this useful. And I think I might share mine actually. So I think I might do a little goal setting activity after this and share my own goal setting tips and how they've helped me set some goals. 
If you do share it on Instagram, then please tag me because I love seeing the stories. My username is at underscore Chloe Longstaff. And I'm looking forward to getting loads more content out to you in 2022. So thank you for listening and I'll be back with another episode very soon.